This PBS NewsHour podcast is supported in part by Dana-Farber Cancer Institute. Their scientists played a substantial role in developing more than half the cancer drugs approved by the FDA in the last five years. Dana-Farber Cancer Institute is changing lives everywhere. Find out more at DanaFarber.org slash everywhere. The pandemic has spurred a surge in camping and RV travel as social distancing has become one of the catchphrases of COVID-19. But it's not all fun and vacations. One group of Americans has long since adopted a self-sufficient lifestyle, living full-time in motorhomes and working seasonal jobs to support themselves. Our economics correspondent Paul Salman has the story. It's part of our Making Sense series, Unfinished Business. And a note. Some of the story was shot before the pandemic began. This is the couch that turns into a bed. Uh-huh. To Darla McLean, 64, and husband Bill, also 64, a former biker and hellraiser, this is home sweet home. Our whole bedroom is done in Levi's. These are all my old pants. The McLeans have been living in an RV since 2010, after the Great Recession sank their LA motorcycle repair shop and their home. We had a $700,000 house that we owed about uh, 200000 on that sold for 131 On the auction block. Broke, the McLeans sold what was left and hit the road. I mean, it was that or rent an apartment and get jobs locally, but there were no jobs. So they drove to where the work was. Our first job was Amazon in Coffeyville, Kansas. A two-month stint in the warehouse, holiday rush. It was pretty rough. They expect certain numbers and you have to hustle. Bill over hustled. He blew his knee out. I don't normally walk at 60 miles an hour pushing a heavy cart going around 90 degree turns. Amazon was the first of some 20 seasonal gigs. When we first met them last fall, the McLeans were parked across from a Las Vegas Ikea to peddle pumpkins and then Christmas trees. With us, we have what we call wheel estate. We just, we just take the covers off, lift the levelers, fire it up, and we go where the economy is good. Tens of thousands of retirement age Americans are migrant laborers or work campers, driven by economic necessity and wanderlust. This is Judy Arnold's fourth year work camping. She's been tending a store in Yellowstone National Park since June. It wasn't very busy at first, but as time went on, it got busier and busier until we have more people now than we have had in regular seasons. People were just tired of being cooped up at home, and they thought, let's go to, you know, the parks. More sightseers drawn away from COVID and back to nature means a lot more work for a work camper like Arnold. I'm doing the work of three people right now. The pandemic has driven an awful lot of Americans onto the road. But the number of mobile living, gig hopping work campers has been growing for years. Every January, hordes convene in Quartzsite, Arizona, the site of an annual RV show. That's where we met 66-year-old Susan Otteros. You end up in these really neat places, like Yosemite. Otteros works as a camp host, main tasks, checking in campers, and if you're up for it, cleaning. I don't do the bathrooms. (laughs) My boyfriend does the bathrooms. I collect the money. Mitch Craighead drafts camp hosts for 1,000 trails campsites. How many 75-year-olds do you recruit? More than you'd expect. Baby boomers are retiring. The pool of workers that we're hiring for is growing dramatically. That was in January. The company declined to give us specifics, but Mitchell says campgrounds are busier than ever these days. We've always looked at ourselves in the camping industry as the original social distancing. 
And uh, a lot of our new customers are telling us just that. We've seen a significant spike in reservations um, for the remainder of the camping year this year. At the RV show, work camping veterans Rick and Tammy Womack moved into their motorhome nine years ago after their son died by suicide. We started out with what we call our journey for Joshua, which was to honor our son. But the reality after about three years was it's expensive to live on the road. You need new tires, maintenance costs are high. And big campers get just seven miles a gallon. So for the past seven years, they've worked the North Dakota sugar beet harvest. I didn't even know what a sugar beet was. Well, I thought sugar came from sugar cane. Because where I come from, it does. You know, Dixie Crystal. But instead, 55% uh, of our sugar comes from sugar beets instead of sugar cane in the country. Muddy 12-hour shifts at $14 an hour plus overtime until the beets run out. Some nomad gigs pay a lot more than that. Ms. J transports RVs from manufacturer to dealer and sees the country. I can pick the jobs I want to take to go see various destinations. So if there's an RV that needs to go to Florida, which I have done this, delivered in Miami, I went on over to Key West. And how much do you get paid for that? I would say somewhere between 60 and 75. That's 60 to $75,000 a year driving four days a week. These days, RVs are selling like hotcakes, but Ms. J is sitting out the pandemic in a tiny house in Georgia until next year. Cases are up, especially for, you know, certain communities, communities of color. And I'm, I know quite a few of people who have been affected. And so I, I just kind of choose to lay low until things kind of, you know, simmer down a little bit. <laughs> can you afford to? I can. I've been doing this pattern over a number of years where I was able to financially prepare myself for the what ifs. And this is one of those what ifs. Back in January, in the big tent, there were hawkers of tire pressure monitors, RV window cleaners, orthotics. We reconnected with Bill and Darla McLean, who'd driven here from Mexico, where they go for affordable health care. Shrimp tacos are killer. <laughs> we have a great pharmacist down there. We get glasses and our teeth worked on. I don't know why, how they can charge so much for stuff here that you can go right down there and get the same thing for a fraction of the cost. But the McLeans were at the RV show for a gig to sign up other work campers as oil field gate guards. You have to man the gate 24 hours a day. Um, they pay 150 a day for that. Now look, work camping obviously isn't for everyone. Does this interest you? No, not at all. And why is that? Because I retired for a reason. I don't want to go back to work. But Bill and Sandy Collins like what they heard. They work camp, helping fund their wanderings. We work um, Adventureland, then we go to J.C. Penney's, and then Doing what? Uh, working in the warehouse at J.C. Penney's. Even in bankruptcy, J.C. Penney's warehouse is still running, and as at Amazon, you have to step lively. On Thursday, I walked 23,355 steps. According to 72-year-old Bill's smartphone, that is. And as long as I keep doing it, then, then I think my health is going to stay a lot better than, than I would if I sat down. That's one of the appeals of work camping to George Stoutenberg. I can't see myself stopping work. I can't do nothing. What, what is nothing? You sit around and what, wait to die? That's not me. But he also needs the money. It's not like we're broke, but we're certainly not 
you know, millionaires. We can't afford to just travel the world and do whatever we want to do. That would be a wonderful thing, but it's not my life. Judy Arnold's current Yellowstone gig has kept her more than busy, but when it ends in October, she isn't sure what she'll do. There's a huge population of us that are still in limbo, wondering if there is a next job to go to. And a lot of my coworkers, where they normally go, the places aren't open. So I'm definitely worried because I definitely need an income. Stupid glue, too. As for Bill and Darla McLean, they've been parked outside their daughter's house in Arkansas for several months, making repairs to the RV. I think for the most part, uh, we've been surviving and trying to just get through this like most people are. It is a little weird for RVers. I know that for a fact. Uh, it's not the easiest thing in the world to find it's a place. It's not really that we can't travel. It's just once you get where you're going. And where do you stay? But this weekend, they're getting back on the road, headed to a new job, working, and hoping to find places to camp. For the PBS NewsHour, this is Paul Salmon.